Hey guys, it's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And today's episode is Behind the Scenes. So what we did is we asked our listeners for some questions that they may want to hear from us. Whether or not they were personal questions or biblical questions or questions they had about spiritual things, whatever it may be. And so we have come, this is our last episode before we take a break before next season, which we've got some pretty cool things that we're going to launch with next season. Um, so this is before we take a break. So we're excited um, and we're going to start off with these questions. Yeah. Who's reading the first one? I will. Okay. Uh, you go. You go, girl. <laughs> You'll go. You're All right. So what's your favorite verse? You want to answer it first mm-hmm. and then I'll answer? Okay. Yes. It's hard because I have three and I really don't know. Maybe I'll just tell y'all and then I'll read one. That's you? good. Yeah. Okay. So I really, really, really like Ecclesiastes chapter three and it's verses one through eight. Um, it says there's a... There is an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing, a time to search and a time to count as loss, a time to keep and a time to throw away, A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I like that one because um, we all take time as, you know, we always, I think we've said, but we all take time like, oh, we don't have enough time and all that kind of stuff, but there really is time for everything. Mm -hmm. It's if we just discern that time for what it's supposed to be used for. Right. Um, I think we just forget about that. So my favorite scripture is 2 Corinthians. Um, Well, one of my favorites, 2 Corinthians, it's 16 through 18, and it's, Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that uh, that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. We get so lost in, you know, everything. Earthly treasures. Yep. I like that too because it's like keep your eyes fixed on eternity. Work on eternity. Don't worry about what's here in front of you because what we should be working at every day is living life eternally in heaven. And that's that's our focus and our goal. We forget though. Oh, it's easy to forget. Even like the time. (laughs) You know, we forget with our time time what we're supposed to be focused on. But there's a time for everything. And then, you know, what our eyes, we're focused on what is unseen, not what is seen. And, you know, what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So, good stuff. All right, Mm -hmm. you want to ask the next question? Where's that? Right here. Oh, okay. Oh, did you write one question on order? Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question two. Who are your favorite podcasters? So, this is going to sound probably off, but I don't, I listen to a lot of sermons on podcasts. Yeah. But now, I will say, non-sermon wise, I like, it's Gosh, what is it? It's a crime podcast. Oh, Crime Junkie? Yes. 
Oh my goodness. If you like The First 48 mm-hmm. or Crime Stoppers or any of those shows, this show is so good because it takes you through real life things that have happened and it walks you through like their evidence and all this kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. So I like to listen to that one as my guilty pleasure, I guess. And then the other ones I like to listen to are sermons from churches or I listen to Sadie Robertson sometimes. Um, Just different ones. Yeah, I got to look up the name of this one because I'm going to forget the name of it. I really am. Um, (laughs) Is it a crime one too? No, it's not. So I listen to the crime ones. And then I listen to Sadie Robertson. And then a lot of times I will listen to Mike Todd, like you were talking about sermons, Mm -hmm. um, but through podcasts. Because, you know, if you're driving on the road or if you're working, you can't really watch it, you know, while you're doing stuff. But you can listen to it. And so those are are the Christian ones I watch. Or I watch. That I listen. (laughs) I'll be watching watching them podcast, y'all. I'll be watching while I drive down the road. But Jana Kramer and her husband have a podcast. Oh, you have told me about that one. And I really enjoy some of their stuff. Um, It is called, I don't want to leave the the name of it out, um, Wind Down. So they, you know, they've got a good story of what they've been through. And actually her husband just got baptized and recommitted his life to Christ. And it's just, it's a really good one. It has a lot of good stuff in there. And it, and it tells a lot of how God pulled them through a lot of their difficult times. So they're kind of like a transparent and yeah. honest with, you know, their past and what they've been through. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me too. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the crime ones too. Do we you should really be, Yes. You do? I do. I we should be that. like... Um, we should be PIs. I've always wanted to be a PI. Oh, my goodness. I always said that I would be the best PI. Actually, one time I tried to PI on somebody, and um, the windows that were at the restaurant were actually see-through. I thought you couldn't see the other side, and they saw me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think real, would make a good Real life story. Real life story. Yeah, I no. used to do stuff like that all the time, too. I'm telling you, I was still investigating, trying to get to the bottom of how I bit my lip to the bottom <laughs> of stuff. I, I mean... We could do like a She Sheds, She Sheds PI company. Mm. She Sheds PI and Co. You need us? Call you got us. us. You Call got us. One eight hundred She Sheds. We'll podcast the crime. <laughs> you do the time. You we podcast the crime. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, next question. Um, next question. When the world stops going crazy, where would you like to go on missions? So, <clears throat> one of the places that I've always wanted to go to is Nicaragua. Probably saying that totally wrong. I feel like I get tongue That's twisted. Right. Um, <laughs> or it's me. It's me. It's right. Nicaragua. <laughs> Nicaragua. Yeah, I think I'm saying it right. Yeah. Um, Don't say it three times fast. I'm so. not because I will butcher it. It will not be good. So that's one of the places I've always wanted to go. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of places I would like to go for that for missions, but there, my heart's definitely there because of the fact that I don't, I'm not trying to Debbie down y'all right now, but honestly. Women there are sold into prostitution at, like, I think even the age of six and seven years old. Like, Mm. they're children. And the women, they don't have a choice. And so, I would really love to go over there and be able to work with the women um, and and the children. It would be really hard, but it would definitely be something that I would love to do because just for the purpose of things, you know, our hearts for women anyway. And so, that's something I've always wanted to do. And one year, we had planned to go, and then the church never ended up going, so that wasn't something we were able to do, but... I'm hoping one day that that's somewhere I can get to. What about you? I would say, missions-wise, I would like to go back to where we went. Because mm-hmm. I would love to see. So, we went to, um, 
Guadalajara. Guadalajara. I wanted to say Guatemala. Guadal- I was looking through those pictures last night. Were you? Mm-hmm. We went to Guadalajara last year? Yeah, last yeah, July. it was last year, and it was um, just such a good time, especially I had never been on a mission trip before, but the kids, I am just, mm-hmm. women and kids just get me, and so those kids were just so special. Um, they didn't have anything, but they were so happy, and, and it was like seeing joy like none other. Yeah. Um, so I would like to go back there just to see the kids. Yeah. Um and see that one little boy that I couldn't let go. Oh, oh my gosh, he was so yeah, the cute. Mickey Mouse pants. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. We both I, we both left with like our little boy. I know. I seriously wanted to take him home with me. The worst um, was when they knew it was our last day and they literally all got on the van with us and wouldn't get off. I know. They wanted to go with us. Uh, so I would really like to go back there, but I also would like to do missions in the states. Yeah. So I, I've never done something like that before. So I would love to you know, natural disaster, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like find something somehow to do missions in the States. Yeah. Um, yeah, building I mean, you houses can do missions in your backyard, really. Yeah. So I would like to do that. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. I love that too. All right. What is your favorite hobby? Just one. Uh, hobby. Fun. Yeah. Hobby. Um, hobby. Something you like to do for fun? I love to paint. Um, I don't do it enough, but that really honestly is something that relaxes me and calms my spirit. Um, Hobby, I like to write a lot. Like, I love to write. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. What are hobbies? (laughs) I think it's just things you enjoy doing that you just do for fun. I I mean, my life. It's not (laughs) life is a hobby. They didn't ask for talent. They just asked for hobby. Okay. What's your hobby? Hobby Lobby. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Shopping at the Lobby. Shopping at the Lob. No. What what is it? What do you like to do? What's your hobby? I like to travel. I do like to travel, too. I love to travel. We both like to travel. Yeah. But, I mean, like, obviously you can't travel all the way you could, but I can't travel all the time due to having to work and have a family at home. But, uh, hobby, I mean... this for me, I don't. I mean, this isn't technically a hobby, but I really do feel like it's just something we love to do, we enjoy to do. But I wouldn't say it's a hobby. Um, Shopping's my hobby. Oh, spending I do like money. to shop too. Spending money. Um, no, but this is this is fun. We do it, it for fun. fun. We like do. we literally have the best time. So I mean, it's kind of a hobby for a purpose on fun. Yeah. You know what I mean. I mean, it could be a hobby. Hey. We don't get paid for it, so hey. it's, it's something extra that this we do. This is our hobby lobby. This is our hobby lobby. <laughs> she shed hobby lobby. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, my turn. How do you connect with God the most? Um, hmm. There's so many different ways, but in all honesty, and I think we shared this on podcast recently, was just being still and sitting in his presence. Um, really just no distractions around me, really just sitting in my closet you know, just listening, waiting, but also through worship music for sure, because mm-hmm. I don't know, worship, worship music just brings something totally different. Like it's just, I used to sit there with candles lit in a dark room and listen to worship music. And I really felt like that was a place that God would, would, I mean, obviously he always shows up, but he would always meet me right there. And I just, I could yeah. feel the presence very strong. Um, so I would say between just being still and present with him um, through prayer too, but you know, and then through worship music for myself, those are like my top things. 
I would definitely say worship worship music. Um, but I think that I start off with being quiet. Um, that means like shutting everything off because if we're not quiet and things are so boggled down, then it's hard to hear. Um, but you know, I'm going to kind of take it outside of that too and say, usually I hear or connect with him the most too when I'm very distraught. Like when I am just having a complete meltdown when there's chaos and there's just hardships in my life, I connect with him a lot because I know that he's what I've got. And ultimately, at the end of the day, he has my back 120% and he wants the very best for me. So sitting at his feet then and just letting him hear it all and crying, Mm -hmm. um, I connect with him because I know that he feels me as much as I'm like feeling hurt. He Mm -hmm. feels all of that too. And I'm not alone. So I think then too. Broken before him at his feet. Yep. That's good. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have a plan for next year, personal or podcast-wise? Um, Plan personal. Yes, I've got some things. Susan and I actually have some things we're working on together. Um, you know, 341 hopefully will be up and running full force by then, and we'll have our retreat and stuff going. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping all that kind of stuff gets back to normal. Um, or not normal, but better than normal, because I know that God has been doing some work in all of our hearts. Um, and then, uh, personally, you know, I think every year, really, what we really want is just to become a better version of ourselves. And so I think through this year, really, God has worked so much deeply in each one of our hearts, um, when we've allowed him to, but, um, I know that he has worked so personally inside of my heart um, and dug out some ugly things that I didn't realize that were still there um, and have really started to um, just work on things that I needed to work on. And I know that he wants nothing for good for me and he wants to launch me to the destinations that he has for me and he wants me to put me in those positions. And so I'm just, you know, hoping that I don't take this last year as it was a horrible year, nothing got ha- nothing happened. You know, but I look at it in the realization of, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that happened this year, but God was really able to mend my heart and work on myself so that way I could be prepared for what is to happen next mm-hmm. and not taking that as, you know, I'm just going to throw away a whole year. Yeah. Um, so I I mean there's different things I think, but Uh, I'm just excited to see what God does with everything that has happened this year, you know, um, to push us forward in relationship with God and to push us forward in um, the community of believers to spread God's love. Yeah. Yeah, so podcast, you pretty much covered that. (laughs) We have lots of plans. Our minds are always thinking 24-7 of how we can better it, how we can do things different, what we can do for y'all, you know, what we can offer y'all, like always taking it up to another level. We, we set those goals and we like a challenge. So we're always yeah. up for something. Um, so we got a lot of things in the works. Y'all be on, on the lookout for that. Um, but as far as personal, I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Is that what it's called? Hit the nail on the head? <laughs> um, I don't know, like really just like you said, you know, every year we go into the new year with, hope this year's better than last. This year was a pretty good year. It's hard to beat, hard to top. And, 
you know, even through 2020, there's been moments that were good, even if the year has been rough, you know? Absolutely. And so for me, really, it's just, like you said, always bettering myself and who I am in Christ and growing closer to Him year after year. I never want to be stagnant in my relationship or Mm -hmm. take 10 steps back. I always want to be going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just working on that relationship with Christ and, you know, growing with my family and, you know, just being the mom that I'm supposed to be, the wife that I'm supposed to be, the friend that I'm supposed to be. Um, But I'll say I would love to serve more um, Mm -hmm. this year, just being able to serve other people in different ways. Um, I, I, I don't know, like... I guess it's okay to share is that we, we have a heart to help homeless people. We have a heart oh. to, to reach others that can't be reached. And so, you know, really just kind of making goals and writing them down and brainstorming what we can do um, to help other people, help other people in need and just really serving, serving in different areas, you know, not just that necessarily, but um, so a lot of personal things. Um, some things are more personal mm-hmm. than others that probably wouldn't want to share too, but yeah. So I would say, that's about it. You know what? We get so caught up. My head is going crazy right now. You know that? My, <laughs> we get so caught up in what we need. Me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. Me, and this is what I want to do, and this is what I want to do. And God puts people in our paths, and God puts people in our destinations to actually witness to. And sometimes we're so caught up on me, 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 that we forget that there's someone there that might need us. Um, and that we could meet that need very easily by giving or serving or just being there as a listening ear. And I think um, that's one thing, too, that I don't want to be caught up in so much of me and I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do this, but also that I'm being the hands and feet of Christ as I am um, living my day-to-day life. And it got me to thinking today, as you were just talking, too, is um, I was getting a pedicure. I had a self-love kind of day, a self-give back to me. <laughs> Me, 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 me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so <clears throat> I was getting a pedicure and I started talking to the lady that was doing my toes. She's probably like, I don't want to talk to you, but, you know, I can't just sit there and not talk to somebody. No, she goes so, against massage and talks the whole time. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> so I was talking to her and I was, you know, I was asking about her holiday and I said, how was Thanksgiving? Did you cook? All that kind of stuff. And I was sitting there thinking, and I'm like, I don't know if she believes in Christ. Like, do I ask her, like, what are you doing for Christmas? Or should I say, what are you doing for the holiday? Like, and you know, and so I go, no, I'm going to ask her what she's doing for Christmas. And so I said, what are you doing for Christmas? And she responded. And then I was like, I wonder if she believes, you know, like, I wonder if she believes in Jesus or I wonder if she believes in something else. And I was like, so do you guys do presents? Like, I was trying to kind of like all around, like, see, you know, and I said, you know what? I want to be that person that... One is unashamed, Mm -hmm. but two, that also like goes out and says, do you believe in Jesus? Like, (laughs) do you know who Christ is? Like, I think, and not beat around the bush or, you know, be too concerned. And I think that I want to make that a goal in the next year too, is to be able to say like, I go up to people and actually act like witness in the way of saying, let me tell you about Jesus or do you know about Jesus? Mm -hmm. And I've had so many people come into work and do that sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. We used to have, I'm getting off topic, but it goes with what you're saying. We used to have, when I worked at the doctor's office, we had this patient who would always come in and every time he would have like a magic trick or a trick, but every time it was Christ related and he would always say, do you know Jesus? Do you have him in your heart? And he was probably, I don't even remember, 80s. I mean, and he was the sweetest old man and we would run into him in like Walmart and like everywhere I went, we would run into him. He was just so sweet. And even in the middle of the Walmart, he, we left there with a handful of stuff for my kids that he had given them. And it all had like, um, 
the, the sinner's prayer on it and it had everything on it that, you know, to, to just be that witness. He is a light everywhere he goes. And so I love that. That I mean, that yeah, that's what we're supposed to be doing, right? Is yeah. like, I'm sorry, when it's a little chilly in here. I'm not it really is. I had to grab a blanket. <laughs> I'm like freezing up here. I'm like, um, so yeah, like I love that. I mean, really, who, who can we reach today? We don't have to go out of the that. country. Who can we reach today? Yeah, we don't have to go out of the country. We don't have to leave the state. We don't even have to leave our home. I mean, we got access to social media, but then when we leave our home, our jobs is the perfect place to witness, you know, the gas station. Well, I mean, wherever we're at, we can be a light for Christ, and we shouldn't be ashamed. We should always walk around unashamed of the yeah. gospel, willing to tell it to whoever God puts in our direction. I like it. I love it. Like it, love it. Want some more of it? <laughs> I try so oh, hard. I can't hey, rise above it. it. Don't know what it is. Okay, we're not. Okay. Did I ask last? You what ask I don't one. even know what we're talking about. <laughs> we were talking about planner personal. So oh, okay. What all them. has God revealed to y'all during the pandemic? Ooh. <sighs> Drum roll. <sighs> um, you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, a lot, actually. I have seen, I've seen plenty of places where now I can look on, like in the beginning, you know, we're asking ourselves like, why is this happening? Or, you know, why, why, why now? Why us? You know, why America? Why this? Why that? Why my family? But, you know, I've seen, I've been able to look on certain situations throughout this whole pandemic since we've been home since March and say, that's why it happened for my family. Um, we've had a few different situations that came up throughout all this. And, you know, I, for whatever reason, I don't know. But, you know, I've been at home working since March and I'm um, still working from home. And while that was like, oh, great, I'm a people person. So I like being out. I like talking um, and communicating. And so now I'm working in my office, which was a closet. And I turned it into an office, but still has clothes as a office. I literally face the wall all day long. And so <laughs> some days I get frustrated, but then other days I, you know, I try to be grateful, but I have truthfully been able to see the goodness of God throughout this pandemic and really see him show up. And even for my family be like, that's why this had to happen. You know, for my family, this is why this happened, had to happen right now. This is why I am at home right now because I was able to take care of things that I probably wouldn't have been able to as easy as if we were in office working. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. There's so much that I feel like has been revealed through this pandemic, really, to never take life for granted. You know, we've lost people throughout this thing. And so you don't want to take life for granted because you don't know. You really don't know what tomorrow brings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's so cliche and people say it all the time, but it's, it's really the truth. And so truthfully, living each day with full intention and with grateful hearts and really just pursuing God in each and every day and including him um, throughout throughout our lives, you know, just always serving him and living life for him, but also, you know, being intentional in all that we do. Yeah. For, for me, I think that he has revealed, you know, I think at the beginning of all of this stuff or even just the beginning of the year, and I shared a little bit this of um, the picture or the post I posted today was that, um, you know, we thought that, like, God was going to give us, like, fresh vision on the outside. Um, mm-hmm. And He has. I think He's opened us, opened our eyes to a lot on the outside of maybe, like, what's been going on that we wouldn't have seen or um, if we wouldn't have been still or we wouldn't have been in our homes. And 
I think there has been a lot of revealed to our vision, but I also think that God has done something new inside of our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, he's revealed things to me that I needed to work on personally um, to further my relationship with him um, and to get me to where ultimately I want to be and where I know that God wants me to be even more, you know? And so um, I think there was a lot of realization in um, areas of my own life. I think there was a lot of realization in where I needed to say no and where I needed to say yes more. I think there was a lot of realization of, um, it was okay to say no, um, that I didn't have to serve in every, every area. I didn't have to be busy every day. Um, and then what I needed to focus on and what was most important to focus on. And, um, there was, there's been a lot revealed, um, as far as personally and just, um, internally with me and externally with things that are around me. Um, and I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for it. You know, I've, I have looked at it at sometimes in a, in like a way of why is this happening? This sucks. You know, norm, normal stuff that everybody else feels like we are normal. We feel the same thing, you know, and I have looked at it in that way, but then I've also been like, okay, like God is doing a new thing. He is making new wine. If you've ever heard that song, like you have to be crushed You know, the grapes are crushed to make new wine. And truthfully, that's what he's doing. He's crushing us to make new wine. Are we allowing that crushing to happen so that we can really move forward and and be that wine that he's making us out of? Or, Or are we, you know, kind of... I don't even know what it's called, but when you push something, like you're pushing back. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> pushing away. <laughs> pushing away. But are we like, you know, trying to stop what he's trying to do? Oh, yeah. And not take it, you know, for what it is. And so yeah. he's revealed a lot to me. And I'm excited to see, you know, how I can use that in the future as far as making sure that I am serving the way that he wants mm-hmm. me to. Yeah. I love that. I didn't even think about that part about like our time. Obviously, we're learning what what's important. We that's something I can say for myself is you know I've learned what needs to go and what needs to stay mm-hmm. and what's more important, what's worth the time and what's not. And you know, I mean, something's got to go because I'm not trying to go back to that busy, crazy life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's been nice to actually have less to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really given us the chance to really open our eyes to say, hey this is what needs to go. You need to weed this out, and this is where your attention and time need to be spent. So. Love that. All right, next question. Can you read my writing? I'm trying. Do you but want mine's to, even you want worse. Now. Yeah, I can get it. What are ways you remain? Po- what you? That's how it was typed. <laughs> you have a okay. What are ways you have a positive attitude when things happen in your life that make you want to react in a different way? It's a good question. How do I remain positive? How, or how do I keep a positive attitude yeah. when negative things happen? Y'all, this is hard because... When you want to react in a different way, too. Okay. So, let me just say this. I'll start with this. Let's get, get real. Let's be up. real. Anytime I would go for a job interview, and it hasn't been a ton of them, but I remember sitting in the room, and I remember them saying, like, you know, they asked that one question, what's one negative about yourself? Oh, yeah. My answer would always be the same. I can be a kind of negative person. I think the worst in all situations, if somebody makes me mad or says something ugly, you know, I get defensive or I want to say something ugly back or I want to like put them in their place. And, you know, I can be a little negative at times. And so that was my answer. I can truly see over the eight years of, or almost eight years of being at that job, I did a transformation with God's help. I had a transformation because you learn, there's a time for everything. Just like the scripture says, like you learn that, 
Okay, for one, you're in a public place. You're in a professional place. You can't respond how you want to necessarily. But not only that, like God doesn't want us responding in the way that our flesh wants to respond. And so it takes obedience and discipline, and it's very hard. Um, So over the years, I've really learned that, one, I have to walk away because if I don't, I'll keep fueling it or I'll keep listening to it and I'm more tempted to say something back. Um, I have even walked out the door just for fresh air and take to take a moment to pray. Um, I put worship music on to listen to to kind of get me out of the funk that I'm in because of what, what was said or what was done. Um, and I really just have to pray because I, it's, it's hard to keep your mouth shut, especially, I mean, when one of our first episodes was take, what did it say? Hold my hoops. I mean, <laughs> me and Crystal both, we, we were quick to, uh, we want to fight sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want to fight when people come at us or when something doesn't go our way or someone doesn't treat us the way that we feel we should be treated. And, you know, we just have to respond in love. And it is hard. It is not easy. And I fail at it often. Um, but I've gotten better. Just the other night, I was sharing with Crystal. I don't think my husband would mind me sharing this. Like, it was something silly, something crazy. It was like a a petty thing, but I understood. So like he was upset about something, which it made sense why he was upset, but he kept on and on and he was upset about it and said some stuff. I mean, he didn't say anything mean, but he was, he was upset. And so I didn't respond at all. Nothing. Just didn't respond. I just let him say what he needed to say more than once. And I got home that night and I had started cleaning up um, some closet space or some cabinet space earlier that day. And so I was finishing up what I was doing because I couldn't leave it in a mess. And I found a journal from like, goodness y'all, I think it was like 2012. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. And I opened the page and the page I opened it to of all places was talking about as like a prayer journal. And it said, you know, help me, help me when we fight because we get in really ugly fights and we say things we don't mean and we try to hurt each other and it gets really, really, really bad. Really, really bad. Um, <laughs> really, really, really bad. Real, real bad. <laughs> I mean, because we used to fight. Like, we, it was ugly. Like, we said just mean stuff to each other. It was, like, almost like a competition of who could hurt who who the most. I mean, and not intentionally. We were just angry people. Mm-hmm. Um, bitter with a lot of, you know, stuff built up. But we literally would, would do that. And so I was reading there, and it was like a prayer to God. You know, help me to bite my tongue. Help me to respond in love. Help me to walk away. So, stuff like that. Help me to do better with, you know, with how I say things. But basically, help me to just bite my tongue and not speak. And I started laughing because I was like, oh my goodness, I ain't seen this thing in years, like 2012. Here I am now, the same night that something just went down. And I did that. I didn't, I didn't yell. I didn't give in. I didn't fuel it or feed into it. I just kept my mouth quiet. And I was just proud of myself. So it takes discipline. It takes hard work. And you don't get there overnight. It takes years. And there's still times I fail. But um, yeah, long story short, there we go. Um, you're right. I, this is going to be a quick answer probably. I was actually talking to somebody today about this and, um, man, have I come a far way because now I used to have the last word, have to have the last word. I used to, if somebody screamed and shouted at me, I had to say something back to them to make them feel just as bad. Um, but then God told me, he spoke to me. Yes, that does happen. (laughs) He said, um, I am not 
responsible for the way that somebody else reacts, but I am responsible for my actions. Mm -hmm. And when I really took that into consideration, I said, it doesn't matter how somebody treats me. It matters how I respond to that. And when I grasped that, I realized that if I can't respond in love and I don't have anything nice to say, then I need to go to God because God would want me to respond that way. Um, And... Sometimes that means I don't respond for a couple days and I have to process, um, you know, my attitude before I can actually um, address the situation. And that's okay because sometimes it takes time um, to do that. And, you know, you aren't, I don't think everything is meant to have a response right away. We're not supposed to just like jump on it. Um, You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You've got to work on your heart and make sure that you know what you need to do. And so I definitely think the way to keep a positive attitude is to know that you are responsible for your actions. Mm -hmm. Nobody else's. And so what you do is your responsibility. What they do is theirs. And that has nothing to do with you. That's right. Yeah. And our celebrate recovery group back last year, and I've shared this on one of our podcasts before somebody in the group has said, respond, not react. And so that's kind of stuck with me throughout the past year, year and a half, or however long it's been is, is true. Like work on how you respond, but do not react. So that, that hit deep for me. And there's a lot of truth behind that. So y'all respond and don't react. Yeah, that's good. All right. So what all have you learned this year with podcasting and what has been the hardest? I feel like we've done so much better the second half, like after we broke for our time off, like in August and came back the first part, we were figuring things out. It was new. We didn't know if we'd <laughs> have any hours. If it did, take us hours. Um, so, you know, we'd redo things over and over again. And, like, we really didn't know. We didn't know what we were doing. We literally taught. We were self-taught everything. We Googled. We did research. Mm-hmm. You know, we looked at other ones to get ideas of, like, what we were supposed to do. Um, and I mean, I feel like every time we learn something new, but we have come a long ways. Like we couldn't even remember how to set the computer up to, to record. And there was so many times she was like, we're going to have to write it down. So she'd be typing it or writing it down. So we'd remember it. And then we would like lose it and couldn't find it the next time. So I really think we've learned a lot. Like we've just learned a lot, like learned the concept of things, but I think too, we're learning, I mean, I haven't ever been terrible at this, but learning to work together, you know, together because it's two people that's doing this and really just being considerate of each other and going to each other for ideas and just really meeting each other in the middle and compromising and which we think a lot of like anyway but yeah um and then what's been the hardest why did I start answering this won't you supposed to answer first <laughs> the hardest. I'll, I'll answer this one you really do this fast. one no I'll do I want to do that because I think one of the things that we have really learned this year is to be extremely real. Like at the beginning, we said we're going to be real and we were real, like in what we were saying and all that kind of stuff. But we edited a lot because we thought like, oh, we don't need to have this laughter. Oh, it needs to be more serious and all that kind of stuff. And this time, like we have literally, there's been episodes where we have seriously went all the way through and not edited a thing out of it because it was real and there was nothing that needed to be edited. You know, um, and thinking too much into things. Like, sometimes we'll say stuff, and it's nothing bad, but you're like, oh, God, should I have said that? Did, did 
somebody need to hear that? You know, and there's a lot of times just before this started, I was like, you know, that scripture walk through the valley of the shadow. And we were like literally saying the song. That, that's the first thing. It's just so, paradise. Yes. That's what we were saying. And so just stuff like that. That's like who we are. And yeah. that makes us who we are. There's nothing bad with that. It's just the fact of is you're, you know, not to people please. Like we're doing this really to serve God and just to put his word out there and really just, um, be who he has created us to be and being able to speak and being able to just witness and, you know, also being who we are, genuinely who we are, because that's not a bad thing. I mean, we're not bad people. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, so just being real, I think that's been a good thing that we've learned. Mm -hmm. And the hardest would maybe be accepting we have put ourselves out there a lot more this year. And so realizing like you're going to have to accept criticism or you're going to have to accept no's from people that um, we had someone reach out to us um, who wanted to be on the podcast. And we were like, okay, this is great. And then we interviewed them because we said, you know, we want to make sure we connect and like we you know, believe in the same things and just get to know them before we just like have them on the podcast. And then they turned us down, you know? And so we were kind of like, what did we do? Like was, you know, something wrong. So realizing like, you know what? I don't think you're meant for everybody. Mm -hmm. And honestly, um, a no in, in our reality could be a yes in God's. And so, um, just, being okay with that. So Mm -hmm. I think that that would be something that's, you know, not maybe hard, but it's reality of what we're learning. Yeah. Learning to accept rejection. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, truthfully, you know, uh, there's a lesson to be learned in everything and, you know, you just take it and go with it and just trust God's plan that, okay, this didn't work out, but that's because there's something else out there for us. You know, um, I'd say another hard thing too, is in the beginning of COVID when we had to start doing things through zoom and the quality was terrible. (laughs) It was so terrible (laughs) and we would get so frustrated and it was just like, Oh, why can't we just be together? Like this really, really sucks. Yeah. Um, so that was another difficult thing, but, um, we did it. We did it. And I think that's about the time we really started being real because we were fed up. (laughs) We were just like, it is what it is. Don't even curve. Because, I mean, like, you know, if you're working from home, you're on a computer, anything you're doing is like a conference call, meetings, like, just everything. And it was just like, do we really have to do another one of these things? And so, yeah. we just thrive. Like, when we're together, it's just different than, I mean, we get along on the phone, I guess. But, I mean, it's just better together, <laughs> you know? so, because I call you all the time. <laughs> so. Um, all right, you want me to ask, ask yeah, the last one? Okay. Um, how, okay, this is the last question. But, guys, if you have anything that you want to share since we're live, Go ahead and share it down below, and we'll answer it before we get off here. But here's the last question we have, unless anybody has anything else. How do you keep the faith when times are so uncertain? um, There are times that I have felt like I was losing faith in God, Um, especially uncertainty. That is a word that we have spoken over and over this year, even in this podcast. Like, it's just... This whole year has been uncertain, unpredictable, and uncertainty is hard for me, especially because I do like to have control over things. I like to know and plan and just be ready. Me and Crystal both like to just jump on board and roll with things, and it's been a little bit harder to do that. Um, So learning lessons, like I said earlier, um, but keeping faith for myself in uncertainty, I really can't do it without God. Like for me, I just have to stay in the Bible and I have to stay in prayer because especially those days that I'm feeling really uncertain about stuff. 
Um, I mean, I call Crystal too, but I mean, it just depends on the specific situation, but truthfully, just spending time with God in prayer and in the word, because the word is where the truth's at and it will not come from anywhere else. It won't come from anybody, um, except for, you know, what's already written for us to be able to read. How do you keep the faith when times are so uncertain? So obviously we know that faith is believing in something that we cannot see with our own eyes. Um, and sometimes it's hard um, to stay faithful or to have faith when things seem very disruptive and chaotic around you. But um, keeping it is just by being in relationship with Him. I mean, honestly, um, when you are serving Him and you are with Him, sometimes you can't do anything outside of that but just sitting with Him. And um, and that's keeping the faith of believing, like, God, you know, I don't see what's going to come out of this, and I don't see what good in this right now, and I can't see... Maybe I don't even see you in it right now, but God, I know you are good and I know that you're sovereign and I know that you are going to walk me through this and believing it. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, the hardest part is believing those things that you know and you've read and, and you see it, but actually believing it in your mind that, you know, that is truth. And, um, I think keeping that, uh, faith can sometimes be hard and it's trying and it's all of those kind of things. But usually um, one of the biggest things that I have to do is I have to just um, just stay in relationship with him, whether or not it just be not saying anything and sitting down and trying to pray three words, God, I need you. God, I need you. Four words. <laughs> three words. Three God. words. <laughs> God, I need you. But it, God, I need you. God, I, I need, need you. you. <laughs> Dude, I need together. God, I need you. That's three words. God need you. God need. God, I need you. God, I need you. God need you. God need you. <laughs> God, I need you. That sounds like African or something. God need. <laughs> we said it the whole time without doing. <laughs> okay. God, I need you. Four words. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, you know, just keeping that relationship with Him. I mean, that's honestly uncertainty is to come, and um, you've just got to stay faithful. Yeah, I think this year, if anything shows us that uncertainty is to be expected in life because we get thrown curveballs. We just have to figure out what we're going to do from there and stay positive and push through because obviously look at us. We've we've made it through and we're just going to keep pushing forward because we can't live in the past and we can't live, you know, in pity over what's going on. We have to make the best out of it regardless. So um, I'm grateful for good health and I'm grateful that I'm still here and because some people, you know, haven't been as fortunate that All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We will be back live. live. January. Yeah, in action in January. So be on the lookout for the launch of that. And also um, some new new. Some of that new new coming out. We'll have a podcast trailer for season three coming out. Um, So just keep your eyes out for that. We'll also share that on our Facebook group, on our Instagram. Um, Share this you know, with all your friends yeah, on your page, share it, please. we might do a giveaway before the end of the year or something. Just I love it. I love when she comes up. She's like, let's just do it. I'm like, yes, it. let's do a giveaway. Yes, Why we're not? going to do a giveaway of what our new new is. Oh yeah. We're going, you're going to get that new new before somebody giveaway. else gets the new new. So oh, yes, be on the y'all share for the podcast and you will be entered to get 
The no-no. Yes. <laughs> and y'all really have got, like, back behind the scenes today. So, y'all are getting the podcast before the podcast release next Wednesday. Yes. So, look at that. Just look at it. Oh, oh <laughs> everybody is. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.